Horror Play is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. They have over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. combination of stuff hey <laughs> hey everyone <laughs> we always start off pretending like the audience can't hear our conversation sometimes right. they can't though mm. i don't know i welcome hope every time they can't yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another episode of horror play everyone i'm your host john lasswith joining me as always are my delicate co-hosts right sure i really enjoy that you brought this back i am <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I'm> <laughs> sensitive sometimes so i'll give it to you I'll use sensitive in the future episode. <laughs> Robert Lamb, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. Kyle Appiard. Good morning. And Adam Jedmore. It's not the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Might be <laughs> True. <laughs> Depends on when you're listening. Yep. <laughs> hey, Kyle, what game are we talking about this week? Uh, I don't know that you could call it a game. It's called P. I'll call it a game. We'll call, I'll it, call a game. it a game. We'll call it a game. Uh, it's, right. it's the playable well, teaser. This was this was uh, put on the PlayStation <laughs> Network without any warning by uh, the false uh, 7780 Studios who turned out to be, um, what, uh, Konami. Uh, and it was the playable teaser for Silent Hills. Uh, you take a first-person view. Basically, all you do is examine things throughout a hallway. and Right, which is different from, like, normal Silent Hill games are all third-person. So it was kind of weird seeing this in first-person, but it was just a playable teaser for the game, which... No one's really done that before. No. It's, it was a brilliant move. They unceremoniously dumped this on PSN. It's like, there it is. And yeah. yeah. Like, no one said anything about it. You know, people downloaded it. Like, oh, what's this? Like, it's a it's scary game. And then, you know, as they're playing it, it turns out to be one of the scariest games ever made. <laughs> and it just blows up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it wasn't until, you know, when something blows up on YouTube, like <laughs> the internet just kind of figures it out. Right. And eventually, people realize, hey, like, if we do this and this and this and this, like, uh, you kind of, quote, unquote, beat the game and you get a cool little cinematic at the end. Right. Which is then revealed that to be PT is actually Silent Hills. Starring Norman Reedus. Starring yeah, Norman sure. Reedus. Yeah, it shows him at the end. And uh, it's kind of funny because I heard that Kojima wanted... Hideo Kojima. Yeah, the creator. Who created, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, he wanted to basically make this a playable uh, teaser, but he didn't want people to find out it was about Silent Hill, so they made it pretty difficult to kind of figure out the ending. Like, there's a lot you have to do, a lot of puzzle solving uh, throughout right. the game. And he put it out, and he figured, you know, it'd take people months to solve it, but it ended up taking only, like, a week, and so he solved it, which is crazy. Yeah, I read If that. you think about what they had to do like yeah. and we'll probably talk about it more later but there's some crazy stuff you have to do how do people figure that out 
The internet, man. The internet. It's ridiculous. Where everybody has too much time on their hands. Well, I guess getting right into it, uh, we played this. We all played this together, and Adam started playing it. And it around the room, it's like, okay, who hasn't played it? And I raised my hand. I think John raised his hand, and Jonathan raised well, his hand. Well, the thing is, like, okay, when this first hit YouTube, I will fully admit that I actually watched all the playthroughs of it that were available on YouTube. So... I guess you could same, say it was it was way. it was spoiled for me. Well, let me. Like, yeah, I did the same too. Okay, so the, for me, like I had I had seen fucking nothing on this, absolutely nothing. I I knew that the trailer had come out, and I'd I'd but I'd seen none of the gameplay that we're watching right now. Yeah. So when Adam handed me the controller, I'm just like, okay. So I'm just walking through the hall, do 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 do. I don't know what I'm looking for, what I'm supposed to be doing, and it turns out that I, I missed a lot of gameplay or just a lot of things, and just kind of like letting the terror take over me and being like, fuck. Well, okay, because it's essentially a, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. And I didn't realize you that. You start at first. off, yeah. You start off in this room, and you walk. There's just one door. You walk through the door, and you're in this hallway. Now you go through the hallway. There's like a bathroom on your right. There's the front door which you can't get through, and then there's another door at the end of the hallway. After it takes like this L-shaped turn, mm-hmm. and you go through there, and it looks like you're almost going through a basement. But then when you go through the door, you end up at the front door again, like right. the, or the door that you went through. Yeah, the, the original door. And you k- keep doing this L-shaped corridor over and over again, but things slightly change every as time. You go There's them. subtle little differences every time you kind of pass through. Mm-hmm. Like if you notice the alcohol bottles, like they'll slowly start to, you know, become more frequent. They'll start to collect. Yeah, right. The uh, It'll it'll get obviously get darker. Pictures on the uh, the picture frames will change. Uh, it'll get dark. Yeah, some of those things. Uh, the light bulbs will get like either broken or, or just like dimmer. And then also like it just gets creepier as you go through. Oh, too. the radio. Yeah, the, the, the voice. Yeah, the radio kind of has a few things to say regarding what uh, stabbings or something. Or yeah. Basically, yeah. some kind of murder. And then there's like, you know, you hear windows cracking, you hear crying, you hear like just different noises. It's, it's definitely oh. like it's creepier and creepier. I had no fucking idea what to do. Like going into this cold, I did like I could see how this could take one a few hours to figure out yeah. what to do because I was like, I thought like I'm just going to walk through this corridor like a set amount of times and then like something's going to happen and then like playable trailer. That's it. Yeah. I didn't know I had to solve a puzzle. I was, that. Dude, a lot of people didn't, and it was like if you watch because I did, I like John watched a lot of the walkthroughs on YouTube because I was interested by it because I kept hearing things about it, and people could not figure out what to do, and then eventually you start finding out that you have to search for these kind of there's one picture that's like ripped apart, and yeah. you have to find like these little missing notes and stuff or like the little pieces of it so you can put it back together, and th- those things are like hidden in the corners of walls, Everywhere. hidden like underneath. Yeah, and it, it also seems like you have to. Make a certain amount of passes through the hallway before some of them become available. Right. I actually um, had not watched any of this gameplay footage either before we played it. I knew what it was. Um, I heard all that stuff about it, but I didn't know how you went about beating it. I knew there was something you had to do, and I knew the internet was figuring it out, but I didn't know what it was. So I would have just wandered around forever because there's no button to actually interact with anything. There's one button you can push. Yeah. To zoom in, yeah, like to zoom in your view, and that's it. Yep. You know, I, I will say, and this is probably the sign that this is like a great one of the. This is really one of the best, not just horror games, but just games in general. Mm. Is that even though I watched a walkthrough of it and I knew full well what was going to happen, playing it, like I still got, I still got scared. God. I was still just immersed in it. There I was were just engaged fully. 
there were uh, how many people in the room at the time? Maybe close like to six, six people. Yeah. We were all fucking terrified. Like, like it was like a movie theater. It's like being in a movie theater. Yeah, well, I mean, we had it on the projector. We had it going on the projector, and we were all sitting like all over the place. And is still, that what like, they do screaming. in movie theaters? I, that, I've heard okay. so. I think okay. yeah. I think they, there's like a projection thing, yeah, something okay. like that. Right. They don't play it on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go pay for a like movie. Like some people. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I also want to say that like. You know, like John, when I watched through, I I thought I, I saw everything that there oh, was. God. But even like playing the game, I noticed like there's some things that we didn't see in our playthrough that I saw in walkthroughs, like seeing the woman outside the window. Like I remember seeing that in a walkthrough, but we didn't see that when we played through. Yeah. And then also like just different noises, different doors opening. Um, just I remember somebody looking up in one of the walkthroughs and looking up in the balcony, and you can see somebody like staring down at yeah, you. Yeah, some type of letterface looking guy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Staring, oh, staring God. down at you. Yeah. See, Jonathan would be fucking with because he knew like the whole time. Yeah. Jonathan from uh, Shark Dropper and uh, and More of the Bay. He was. He's like. He's like, look up, Kyle. Look up. I'm like, I'm not looking anywhere. I can wear. I'm just. Hey, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm just walking forward. Hey, I'm yeah, just walking, walking forward. forward. I'm having a good time. That's all I'm doing. But I think that's cool because you're still like we still. There were those jump scares that still happened. It still scared us, even though I knew some of them were coming. Yeah, I just reacted to one a second ago from watching the YouTube video where it's like standing in the hall. Oh, God, the little baby in the sink. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just watching this. Is... Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, it's not really a baby. It's more of a fetus, but... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah wasn't it like an aborted fetus? Oh. Something like that? Yeah. Isn't it always in Silent Hill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. It's always some fetus. kind of evil child. Yeah. Some melted looking face. Oh, kind of maybe thing. that's supposed to be like those little knife hand babies from that's the true. first one. Oh, that's yeah. true. They all have like that melted looking. Yeah. You know, Kyle, you, I remember when we were playing it, you actually made a really good point. The radio that you hear in this game, you could probably say that that's kind of a callback to the original Silent Hill yeah. games. Because yeah. you static. get the radio and the static. I'm like, oh, I never, that never occurred to me yeah, when was, I was watching the walkthroughs. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. This is pretty cool. Like, that that kind of what made it, that's what made it feel like a Silent Hill Gave it a Silent Hill feel, that static in the radio. Yeah. But just the little nuanced ways that they scare you. Like, we were just watching the the, the way the door turns when you're in the bathroom. You're like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? And yeah. it opens and nothing happens. But then you're still terrified to walk outside because... <laughs> or whenever you hear that woman just like... Oh. just like, And you don't know when she's going to attack because she just comes out can of we, nowhere. Can we talk about the woman? Just yeah. The woman's the main... Antagonist. Thing that, yeah, the main thing that you're going to come across. Her name is Lisa, right? It's... Just, I think she's Isn't implied to be a lady that was killed by yeah, her husband. the fodder yeah. slash husband that they they talk about yeah. in the game. And it's just like, ooh. She was pregnant at the time. Right. She got she got blasted with a shotgun. Right. And I guess the game is suggesting like that's her. Yeah. Right? And she's yeah, I think so. understandably pissed off. But like there's she's a little upset. Yeah, there's times when you're walking through, you'll see her outside the window, and she'll just be her head will be just shaking. And Ooh. then there's times when you'll see her in the hallway, and like the main times, like the first you'll time, get the first time you yeah. see her, and she's just like standing in the hallway. It's just like, yeah. oh yeah, that was uh, that's jumping ahead. That was my scariest moment. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. Robert's <laughs> well, like, actually, yeah, when I was playing, Robert's like, don't you see that coming? Like, what? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. And no, I was so excited no. for you to turn that corner when I knew God. that there was going to be something the, there. The death rattle sound that. That she makes, and like there, uh, like there's some parts in the game where you don't see her, but you hear a death rattle, and that's how you know like she's getting close to you. Yeah, it's like, she's oh, just like oh, right man. behind you, and she's saying in yeah. your ear. 
Yeah. It's like you never want to stay in one place for more than like five seconds. Like I gotta no, because then she'll yeah she'll grab you and then like her face takes up the whole screen and she's just like shaking. John called it a death rattle and that like resonated with me. For for those that don't know, a death rattle is like your final breath, mm-hmm. the the last sound, the last sound that you make. Mm. And like he's like, I wonder if that's a real death rattle. I'm like, oh, don't say that. <laughs> like, now that's, that's all I'm thinking. I mean, this just goes to the well, just the entire you know production quality of the game in general. But the audio in this game was just. Really well done. Yeah, it was. You know, besides some incredible. death rouse sound, there was also like the subtle kind of sounds like the creaks in the door, the wind outside. Yep. Uh, the, the swinging of the chandelier. The the footsteps. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. As we got further and further into this and I was just more and more on edge, every footstep was just like pounding in my head. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, this, this yeah. hurts. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they they really went all out, especially like when the chandelier changes to the fridge oh, and it's like dripping blood. Fr- oh, yeah. It's like swing and then oh. it starts swinging, and you hear like the kid like screaming, and it's like swinging back and forth. Like that's that's like classic Silent Hill kind of stuff. Yeah, like what like, kind of really imagery are they trying stuff. to portray there? With yeah. the fridge, the bloody fridge. I, I, I was always thinking like, may, did he like shove like some kid in the fridge like when he killed his mom Maybe or like something like that. Fetus I thought you meant like they shoved some kid and then recorded him. No. <laughs> <get the> same. <laughs> That's All how right, they got yeah. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy, just scream as loud as you can. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Sounds we like need s- this for the game. Don't fuck it up. Sounds like it's having too much fun. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have to kill a kid. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> get an authentic voice. <laughs> let's, let's be fair. That could potentially just be a, a ride in Japan. That's true. Yeah. We yeah. don't know. Or a over. game show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Japanese game shows, what was everyone's scariest moment? This yeah. game? I said mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's pretty close. I think just when the when the woman grabs you, that was the, the part where I wasn't really expecting it. I knew it happened at some point, but I didn't remember how many walkthroughs we went through the hallway. So that when it initially happens and like... I think Kyle was playing and he was trying to just get through the door. He's like, no, I'm just, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And then all of a sudden he like stops for a second, like looks back, yeah. nothing. And then you turn around to start walking again. And all of a sudden it grabbed you. you. And everybody, I think when, when we were playing, just like, was like, ah, like just screams. You know, you know what I love about that moment is like, it's, it's kind of like, it's a jump scare. It's like a classic jump scare scare, but it's also really subtly done. Cause like when she grabs you, she doesn't scream or anything. She doesn't scream. No. She just makes that kind of, she's like, ah, ah, it's like, like yeah, yeah, kind of a death rally kind of. I'm just like, it's so creepy. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think that's my scariest moment as well. Um, That or we were discussing it earlier. Neither one of us can remember what fell in that hallway. But something fell and it was on fire. And that was pretty terrifying as well. I think it was like a glass. Wasn't it glass or something fell or something? Yeah. It was the chandelier, right? Was it the chandelier? It might have been the chandelier. I I know. I thought at first I thought it was the window. But I don't know. Yeah, I something, thought like the window broke something. and maybe like that coat rack flew over or something. That's yeah, something what I fell thought. and like I remember everybody jumped at yeah. that point. We were playing. I mean, we had the surround sound up really loud too. So <laughs> in, all in the dark. Yeah, playing in the dark. It was awesome. <laughs> Giant screen. Yeah. You know, I, I usually don't like putting jump scares as my scariest moment because I feel like they're really there's just like a cheap way to get a scare. But I feel like in this game, it really it really earned that jump scare. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it, 
Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. There were kind of different levels of jump scare too. Like the the one time before you ever got access to the the bathroom door, and we walked by it, and all of a sudden, like something just started pounding on it. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a much milder jump scare. So Ooh. I think they used jump scares. Very also, when the bathroom yeah. door is like first open, it's yeah. like cracked mm-hmm. just a little bit. You look inside, and like this little ghost kid just closes it. Yeah, it's like, I think it's oh, her. Oh. It was her. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the woman. Yeah. I think she just like shuts the door real fast. Yeah, it's hard to pick a scariest moment because the whole fucking game is like there's so many moments you're always on edge. Yeah, well, there's, there's also the section where the hallway just starts tripping out. It's like you're on drugs. We're watching it right now. It's like it goes all red, and then like you're moving like really, really fast, but the hallway gets really long. And it's all yeah, it's all yeah. red, and then all the picture frames are like eyeballs that are spinning. It's like really trippy looking. <laughs> it's did like that, you're on LSD or something. <laughs> did yeah. that remind anybody else of a Tool album cover? Really? It does now. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, though. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was scary. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? Screw it. I'm changing my scariest moment to just PT. There you go. Entire game. There you go. I would agree with that. Perfect. You know what? I'm actually getting creeped out just just watching this video. I think I need to take a quick break. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's not easy. (laughs) Not easy being John. No, no. All right, guys. While I recover, why don't we take a quick break and we'll see you guys on the other side. Please state your name for the camera. David. Huh? State your name. David Summers. And why are you here? Because you think I killed them. Killed who? Killed who, David? (laughs) My friends. And did you? No. No, no, I didn't. (laughs) Then who did? (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I guess you don't believe me anyways. For the record, please. It killed them. All of them. (laughs) By it, you mean this man from your dreams? No. Then who? (laughs) You know what this looks like, right, Mr. Summers? (laughs) Yes, I do. And according to you, by this written statement, you predicted this by way of what you call sleep paralysis. Yes. So if you knew, why didn't you say anything? I tried! I tried! But it was already too late. What exactly happened out there, Mr. Summers? There was something out there with us! Something that was just Mr. Summers, I ask you to calm down. They wanted us to die! They wanted us to suffer! Alright, that's enough. Restrain him, come to the Get your hands off of me! Get your hands off of me! Coming summer of 2015. Paralyzed. 
brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Narrated by Kathy Dobson. <laughs> Wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. Oh, yeah, we're not supposed to talk about this now. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are we supposed to be talking about now? Audible, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Audibletrial.com slash shark. Obviously, you've heard us talk about this before, and you heard it in the beginning. That's the phone. That's your phone. Um, yeah. Okay. Basically. No, uh, you just finished downloading a new Audible. A new, yeah, yeah, that Audible book's done. Nice. <laughs> Can't wait to listen. <laughs> what book did you download, Robert? Well, I downloaded this book called 50 Classic Horror Stories. I think really? it would be the best. It'd be a perfect fit for talking about horror games. Mm-hmm. You know, once we're done with this podcast, where am I going to get my horror needs? Robert. Might as well get them from a book that I, want, I don't want to read. I want you to read uh, every one of those stories okay. on scariness, and I want you to get back to me. The first one okay. is my the scariest one. Second one, pretty scary. Third also, one, pretty scary. Also, you have to rate them on immersion, so gameplay, of... and obviously story. Right. I'll do that all, and then we'll do a, a classic... Horror play outline podcast okay. with just me talking right. about this. Let me know book. when uh, how that goes. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. But if Robert, you don't like that book, they have over one hundred eighty thousand titles. No, but I like this like. book. Oh, okay. No, I like this book though. So it's a twenty-five hour one. book. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's fifty <laughs> classic horror stories. If you don't like one, skip to the next one. Yeah, I'm just saying, just check it out. It's That's... unabridged, which doesn't mean that it's like on a bridge. It just means that it's, it's uncut. Unabridged. It's unabridged. Okay. That's what I'm trying to Look, say. That's the most bang for your buck. You get twenty-five hours of book for free. If free, if you go to audiblechild.com slash shark, yeah, because you get the book for free and you get a free 30 day trial. It's insane not to do it, but clear, clear some room <laughs> on your iPod first. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, long. It's 50 classic horror stories. Yeah, it's 25 hours. I mean, I don't know if they can stream it or what. But if it was like 10 classic horror stories, I'd say you're probably all right, yeah. but it's, <laughs> it's a 50, 50. Of them, so do, do some work. Put it on your Kindle or the MP3 player. I don't know, or Stan or Zoom. <laughs> We're done here, right? Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to Horror Play. I'm honestly, I'm still creeped out by Lisa. Actually, Lampanelli. Yes, we Queen just watched the clean- <laughs> Yeah, we just watched just watching a just video. Of Carby her. Central Roast Marathon. <laughs> I would. I do not want to be roasted by her. <laughs> she would just say like really so, mean things about okay. me. And What's your just- scariest moment in roast history? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! When she got up at the dais, and <laughs> yep, that was pretty scary. The whole Bieber roast was my scariest moment. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hey, John, what time is it? Game uh, time. Hold on. Close. It is oh. eight thirty-two. All right, but what time does that mean? G- game time. Oh, um, oh, oh! I think he knows. Yeah. Oh, is, there, is the next Comedy Central Rose coming on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go check it out. All right. Lisa Lamp is on. <laughs> you guys do really good at bearing the lead here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert, just get off the ratings. All right. It's the rating time. Obviously, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we have four categories with which we rate each game. Immersion, story, gameplay, and scariness. We're mostly worried with scariness because we're trying to find the scariest game of all time. But we do rate it on these other categories just to give it a fair shakedown. See if it's a good enough just horror game in general. So let's get to it. Immersion. That 
basically classifies atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Out of a 10-point scale, I personally gave it a 10. Boom. Adam gave it a 9.5. Boom. Kyle gave it a 9.5. John gave it a 9. Yeah. They're all pretty close. I hated it. I hated it. (laughs) It didn't immerse me at all. That might be the... That's why I gave it a 9. That might be the... You were you were saying it was not a very realistic hallway. That's true. Out of all the hallways you walked through, you I've said been, that it was I've one been, of the worst. I've been through a couple hallways. And in my I know life. you subscribe to Hallway Aficionado Monthly. Can you and Quarterly. can you count <laughs> can you count on, on like both hands or just one hand how many hallways you've been in? Uh basically oh, both five. Hands. Both hands. Just Wait, five. No. Both hands. Both at ten. Yeah. You've been in ten hallways <laughs> yeah. in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. And Incredible. this didn't feel like any of those. Nope. Nope. Okay. I mean, moving on. I know. I know. We don't, <laughs> I know. We don't aggregate the immersion story and gameplay scores like we do the horror sc- or the scary sc- scores, uh, but this might be the highest immersion score that a game has ever gotten. I think the only game. other one was maybe like the Last, last of Us, of us. and that was the of. first one we ever did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get the obvious one out of the way. The graphics in this game was amazing. Oh yeah. Bar none. It's it's on the yeah. PS4. Great. Looks next really, gen game yeah. lives up to next gen billing. Everything about this game looks gorgeous. There's not like a pixel out of a place. Right. Like, it's that good. Creativity, I feel like a lot of this owes to Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Right? Because they... Creators. Two very creative minds in film and video games. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a partnership made in heaven or a hell. Yeah. Oh, nice. One. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, too. <laughs> no, being a huge Kojima fan, I can see like a lot of the gameplay influences where you have to think outside the box yeah. in order to just get through the puzzle. And as far as Guillermo del Toro, the monster, or Lisa, yeah. is like very del Toro-esque. And also the dead fetus uh, in the sink. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very del Toro. Because you don't really see like dead fetuses in any Metal Gear games. Not that I know of anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't play all the way through four. You never, so. you didn't find the dead fetus, fetus cardboard box. I, did, I was, I was <laughs> doing a speed run, so I was uh, <laughs> speed run. It makes sense. Right. Atmosphere, obviously, this knocks it out of park. Yeah. It's, you know what's great is that it just, it's just a hallway. It's a single hallway, but it makes so much out of limited space. But I love how they and they and they make it worse and worse. The more you go through it, like like you said, more beer bottles, more yeah. like. You know, crying next time you go through, like glass shattering, darker hallways. Then you have the really trippy red hallway. I mean, it, it changes it up the yeah. one the one area you're in, and it's not a long game either. As long as you know what you're doing, no. it's not a long game. So. And we talked about it earlier sound effects. Sound effects in this game was amazing. Oh yeah, the sound much. effects are on par yep. with the graphics and music. I don't. There wasn't really too much music, but it did. I think. The game would have been ruined if there was like yeah, you know, I was yeah, kind of fine with that. You know, Blink One Eight Two soundtrack going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like how that's your go-to. Like, yeah. like all these yeah. other horror games we've been yeah. playing is Blink One Eight Two. I don't know if I'd agree with that choice in this game. <laughs> I mean, listening to Blink One Eight Two scares me. There you go. So it could have actually added to it. Yeah, right. So right. this game immersed all of us. Yeah. I think so. I mean, they're all pretty close scores. Just they're all us. nine or above. More Just, than you. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hell, I gave it a 10, man. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's move on to story. Story is basically the plot, the characters, the enemies. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Adam, a 7. Kyle, a 7. John, a 7.5. I liked guys. it. Come on, I guys. There's, there are no enemies, really. I guess they're the 
considered a girl. And then the 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 plot was something that you had to that was a little tough to flesh out. You had to do it through the game, which was which was also a great unique aspect of it. Yeah. Um. So I guess I I gave, I kind of knocked it off on that. The characters you don't really there's not a lot of character development. You don't really you, you get an idea of who these people are. Well, but I mean to be fair, it's like it's a demo. Uh, yeah. So there's not much you could do. Yeah. That's why I, I gave it an A, just because I figured they did a lot with the limited amount of time and the lim- limited amount of space that they had, and I liked how it kind of added more to the story as you see the eyeballs. That ties into the like the the hole in the wall where he would peep into right. the bathroom mm-hmm. and and spy on her, I guess, and and like there's just like different things that you had to kind of piece together. But I thought it did it better than a lot of horror games we've played. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No, I think. <clears throat> One of the components we have here for the story category is enemies. I think Lisa, I think she just kind of carries the bulk of the score here. Like, she's yeah. definitely worth the seven points. Like, she's just so scary, so well done. Everything about her just creeps me out. And the point five I gave to the, the board fetus. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Just like a little that. extra. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit extra. Throw you a little something, little guy. Yeah, here you go. Life's not so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mainly gave it a seven just because of the enemies. Um, they were yeah. they were scary, you know. Very scary. I think I mean, you no, know, the there was a clever use of the radio too, with the the guy talking to radio. Yeah. He yeah slowly kind of reveals tidbits of the story, and he's saying everything like really calm, even though it's like really graphic stuff. Oh, it's especially like for the way that he's talking. Uh, except for that one time where he just gets like a uh, oh. Don't turn that dial. We're just getting started. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's, really? That that's awesome. Um, all right, so let's move on to gameplay, which is controls and level design. I gave it a nine out of ten. Adam an eight. Kyle an eight. John a nine. Mm. Yes, <laughs> right. well, it's, it's funny. Of all the games we rated, this game probably has probably one of the most simple level designs. It's a single hallway, but it gets like. It's gotten some of the highest scores we've ever given for. Yeah, but it makes sense because they put a lot of effort. Dude, you can do something with something so simplistic. You just have to add stuff to it. It just owes to how creative you can be. And I mentioned with a limited amount of space. Yeah, Kojima and Del Toro, they kind of impose the limitations on themselves, and it just goes to show you that, you know. Less is sometimes more, especially yeah. when it comes to horror. Yeah, I always, oh, look, I always look back at I'm Scared and what they were able to do with just such limited graphics. And and, and, and on the other end of the spectrum, you have PT. Alone in the Dark. Oh, yeah, you just threw in dark, everything yeah. in there, literally, and it turned out to be one of the worst games I've ever played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't scary, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> just do some, do it well. Do take what you what you want to do and do it well. Uh, PT does that fucking fantastically. It, it is just a, a hallway. So I guess I gave it a little. I, I knocked it off a little bit for that. But for what they were able to do with this hall was just incredible. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I I agree too. Plus there the controls the controls felt good. Do you walk around? Yeah, there there just in? wasn't actually. I mainly knocked it down uh, uh, lower than a nine because of the controls. Just because there wasn't. You know, there wasn't really interaction. It was just basic. Yeah. There, there was, was this really weird thing you had to do with the microphone. You had to speak a certain name. Oh yeah. yeah. When you solving the puzzle near the end, you have to kind of you, you have to get this call, and mm-hmm. then like you have to repeat this name, which you kind of solve through this. My problem puzzle with that part. is that like 
the game doesn't even. Well, I could be wrong, but the game doesn't even tell you you could use a microphone. Yeah, yeah. and that almost screwed us over because I brought my PlayStation over here so we could play it, not knowing that. So I didn't bring the cheap little uh, uh, mic that they gave me with it. We had to use an iPad. Yeah, luckily we had a, a headset with headset, a, a yeah. mic on it. I mean, you definitely had to think outside the box, but but I think they did that on purpose because they didn't want people to solve it for like months, right? Yeah, and it ended up being solved in a week. And I just I wonder who the person is that solved. Yeah, it. who, who knew to say Jareth? Yeah, like ten times or whatever after you walk ten paces after you get a phone call and a baby cries like. Who, <laughs> Like, I think somebody had to be on the inside and kind of leak some information because that seems like the most random shit that somebody would figure out. Well, you'd be Agreed. surprised by the internet. Yeah, but you think surprised. if somebody just said, like, hey, like, all they have to do is give a hint, somebody who worked on the game, and just say, hey, just wait till the baby cries and maybe say some name, and then somebody could figure it out then. But if you yeah, have but, nothing but to somebody, go on. But Jareth. That's what I'm saying. Still, that's like, what I'm saying. If you have nothing to go name? on, how do oh, you yeah. call him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really, in the how does... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> France. <laughs> Come well, here, Joe. To be fair, you don't know when that murder took place. Yeah. Oh, that's oh true. yeah. That's, that's true. true. Could have been a while ago. I mean, but how does anybody figure anything out on the internet? Like, how do people find out if you jump four times on the hood of this car and then this rock in a Call of Duty map, you can fall under it and get all the kills ever? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, the internet, where people have too much time on their hands. That's true. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get to the final category, because this is the most important. We've talked about it a lot. But how scary was this game? I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Adam, a 9.3. Kyle, a 9. John, a 9.3. Yeah, yeah, team 9.3. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this point, 9.3. I don't know. I at least give it a 9.5. <laughs> Why are we doing that? <laughs> it's well, because, because Robert told me I was allowed to one time. Because John started it. What? Did I? He he wanted to rate Slender higher than Outlast, but he didn't want to give Slender like a total 9.5, so he okay. just gave it like a 9.2 or something. No, I didn't want to give this game a so, 9.5. So he I, wanted to yeah. <laughs> I didn't either. I try and use my weird point numbers very sparingly. Yeah, same here. I mean, I I try to use it like I wanted to rate it higher than other games. This to me, this was the scariest game I've played yet. So that's why I gave it a little bit higher than Slender. I didn't play Slender, so I think nine point three is the highest. You just literally pulled that out, out of nowhere. Nine point three. Yes. Okay. There you go. I I mean, I thought about it. I gave it some consideration. I thought about a nine point five. But there were quite a few pastors in the hallway where it was more of just kind of a tense atmosphere mm. because I was expecting something to happen, but nothing really did happen because but there was. Can you say that's also that? Can you say that's also like a, a scary like like the game like uh, oh, doing yeah. a good job of you know scaring you like just the anticipation? Yes, the dread. yes, that's absolutely. Slender. But I feel like it went on a little too long. Right, um, mm, I would agree with that. That that actually would have been a really nice change of pace where if I was just walking through anticipating something to happen and nothing did. But I felt like we had we did quite a few pass throughs where that was true. Um, So at first I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm glad this happened. But then after a while, I was like, all right, let's get back to to scary. I have to disagree with you on that point because I feel like the hallmark of any good horror game is that basically every horror game works like this? It just builds tension, builds, builds, builds tension, and then it's like there's a huge payoff. Like it's just like where you're just scared. But like every good horror game, like there's they don't like blow their their load immediately. You know they build all the tension and just kind of play play with you. 
Like they just like scare you here, scare you there. But at the same time, like they're still maintaining but a sense James, of tension and dread. But see, I, I feel like they still could have done that, but they could have mixed it up more. Like I see, felt I like never, I never felt that way. I was always just like really tense the entire time. No, see, I'm Almost I'm also tense. let me yeah. I be yeah. clear. I'm talking about one very specific section. I can't tell you exactly where because you know it's all very similar but i just there was one point where i felt like we made a good six or seven pass-throughs where literally nothing happened we just walked through and everything felt tense i do think at some point you do have to start finding those photo pieces before it moves on to the next section and i think that that's why it kind of slowed down for us and i can't imagine like playing through this game and not knowing that yeah that it probably would be very slow experience for certain people yeah in the right. sense that they wouldn't know what they were doing. Luckily, we kind of knew that we had to find certain pieces. We cheated. Yeah, but we whatever. I mean, bitch, do so something like, about I, it. Yeah, I hey, don't we know. We gotta how... review this game. We're on a deadline. Here. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how it would play out if we didn't know anything. Say, like, we, none of us watched the walkthrough and we just went through and played it. Oh. It might have been actually really slow walking through, but I still gave it pretty high because it was yeah. tense throughout. And I don't know. I, I thought this game was really well done, and it and it upped it every time it went through. This game was so fucking scary that we all, I think, or Robert and I at least agreed that like, I, I if this is the whole game, I I have to have, play it with somebody. I well, can't it is do, the whole game now. I can't put my yeah, I can't yeah. put myself through it. Like if well, if it ends up being the whole Silent Hills, yeah. If Silent Hills is like this, the entire game, like I need to have a friend, two friends there, so I can pass the controller off because I just can't I can't handle this for more than oh yeah. A certain it's one of, of those time. games that it would just be honestly the so only scary. other yeah. game where I played where I've actually felt that way was Slender. Slender, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, had, yeah. I, I know yep. you definitely yeah. felt that way. Because <laughs> everyone made me play that fucking last <laughs> level, which was the scariest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> but, um, which is funny that you mentioned Slender the Arrival, because if you take all those scores and add them together and divide by four, because that's how we get our averages here, it turns out to a 9.3 out of 10. Hey, that's which, what I wrote down. There you go. Oh, I called it. So 9.3 actually puts it tied with our first place Whoa. And that's Whoa, we have a arrival. tie? Slender we can't have a tie in horror play? Yep. This is America. It's not tied for yeah. number one. Seriously. Tied for number one. What are we going to do? We got to have like a runoff or something. Yeah. I got it. Future podcast episode special where we debate. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus Trying to figure episode. out which one. We'll, like, we'll is, add is like point two points. We should all get to together. Whatever the winner uh-huh. is. We should get together and replay them both and decide which back to back and decide which one's scarier. Okay, we, guys. We could actually. The, I think we should do a face off. We can't have a tie. All right. Well, <laughs> not so for we'll, first place. We'll save yeah. the comparisons to Slender right. for another day. But how does everybody feel about this game, you know, being tied for the scariest game and the horror playlist? I, I mean, the fact that it's tied for first, I agree with because I do think. Well, it should let's be at just the let's top. just say it's the scariest game. I think it should be it number number one, right? But it's hard to say because I haven't played Slender in a while. I'm sure do if we, I played that a bit. Do we feel wait, like yeah. there's a huge gap between this game and the rest of the games that we played on our list? I oh, just, most of them, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. realized something. You posing this question, I've never actually played Slender. You guys mm-hmm. reviewed that with somebody else. Yeah. So oh, we could wow. always yeah, re-review sorry, that. Yeah. And no, actually, actually, no, yeah. no, no. I wasn't I, in on that either. Kyle wasn't in. on I it actually either. had a. We could just re-review it with us since we do the majority oh, okay. of them now. That's true. That a could re-review. be the tiebreaker. Let's revisit. I Slender, say. Then. I say we do a bonus episode where we will compare the two. We, PT. We, yeah. We. You guys play Slender: The Arrival, and then we'll just go through it again and we'll play it both. I will say though that, like thinking back on Slender, I mean Slender: The Arrival, 
the gameplay and maybe the story and all that stuff wasn't as great or even the immersion, but I will say it was a pretty scary game, right. especially with what they I think they added parts to it to okay. update. So yeah. the top the top five we have right now is oh, Slender slash me. PT. Just think about them. Two is you don't have the list on you, do you? I don't have the list no. on you. Dang it. We have an old list. No, nah, yeah. that Maybe. doesn't work. It's Slender, The Arrival, and PT are tied for first. Second okay. place, I believe, is Outlast. Mm-hmm. Third, Threes, Alien. No. Third was... I feel like oh, something Dread else took over. Too. It was Dread, Dread, Dread Out. Out. Third yeah. was Dread Out. Dread Four was Alien Isolation. Yeah, which the technically five. is the five. That's the five, because oh, okay. you have a tie for first. Right. So well, what's five? Five, I think, might be Five Nights at Freddy's, five Nights which at would Freddy's. be six now. So that's a pretty Ooh, interesting five top five. Yeah, that's not bad. I feel like, as I meant, as I asked earlier, the reason why I asked because I feel like this there's a huge gap between this game and like not even like the entire list, but like even like the top five. Like this game was just way scarier than anything, even in the top five. Here's yeah. a here's a question, a quick question to be meta or like talk about the overarching. Do you think there'll ever be a uh, an old game, an old school game that will ever crack, crack the top 10 or they just don't make them like that. I was actually just going to say um, it's kind of interesting that the whole top five doesn't really contain any games where there's actually any combat like a Resident Evil or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. I think with that point, no, because I feel like combat, I don't know, I feel like these games... You feel like you have a fighting chance. Yeah. yeah. We may have just discovered it, man. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I guess Dreadout kind of had combat in the sense of taking camera. photos, yeah. but it's not... You don't have a gun. You don't get a rocket launcher. You don't have a flamethrower. Well, I will say this, and it's been a long time since I played Silent Hill 2, but that was one of the scariest games I ever played before. Scarier than this game? I, uh, probably not scarier than this game. I don't know. It's been a while, but I do remember... That one, for some reason, I think I think the biggest issue is something holding your attention in the fact that it's scary yeah. throughout the entire length of the game. This is a short game. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, a lot of the games that we play, like Alien Isolation, I mean, that went for 15 hours. There's certain games that go for a long time. Uh, maybe it was like that, 20. 25 or something like that. But still, like, there's games that, like, go, even, like, Silent Hill and stuff took, like, six to eight hours or Resident Evil. So, like, it's hard, I think, for games to maintain that scariness for that long. Okay, guys. So now that we've found the scariness rating for it, it's time to address the, the pink elephant in the room. As much as we love this demo for Silent Hills, as of this recording, Silent Hills has been canceled by Konami. Yep. And Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro are also off the project. Yeah. So we can safely say that Silent Hills is done. Well, PT... Norman Reedus is off as well. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he was the linchpin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're naming everybody who's yeah. off, we might as well just yeah. say they lost the main character of the game too. So PT for all the hype and promise that it was, you know, hoping to to give us is is it? It's it's all we're getting. PT, I, I how honestly, do we feel about that? I honestly believe that this, if the Silent Hills was anything like this for like an entire game, I think it could have been probably like you really think, 10 out of 10. Do you really yeah. think Silent Hills would have been able to live up to the hype that PT built up? I I don't know if it would... They'd made the game, so yeah. I, was, I, I, I would think it would so. be. I think it would definitely be up there. I think it wouldn't be like another situation with The Evil Within, which we haven't reviewed yet, but we started playing and stuff, and that had so much hype behind it. And then when it came out, 
kind of died down pretty yeah, fast. You don't hear about it a lot. Yeah, it's not like it wasn't considered like one of the scariest games ever or anything like that. So I think on this spectrum, I think it could because it's a. I think Silent Hill is like one of those worlds that's just a creepy world mm. that like if that's done just right, so disappointing though because Silent Hills, if it came out, it would have revitalized the franchise because Ho- it's been lagging the past, yeah. so let past me, couple years. Let me play devil's advocate here. I think this could have been the perfect piece for this, though. There is a very high chance that going into a full game, you can't do that for six to eight hours, mm. really. Um, they would have to add... They might not drastically have to change things, but you have to add a little more to it right. to keep someone's attention that long, which could have drastically changed <laughs> they would the add way the combat. game functions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 they would have. I mean, I, I feel like at some point, uh, Konami would have pressured them to add some kind of combat yeah. element in it, even if it was a lot lighter there than also would have been, Silent Hills. Who knows? Who knows? Because the game was in first person. Who knows if the final game would have even been in first person? Maybe yeah, it would have no, been third I, person. I think it would have been third person, like a regular Silent Hill. I think they were just using this as a teaser. Yeah. And, so you don't and, know, yeah. Yeah, so you, so you wouldn't know it was Which Silent makes Hill. sense, because why would you sign Norman Reedus and not have him be His seen face. throughout the game? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think it would have been third person. I think it would have been like a Silent Hill game. I just think I think Silent Hill reached its peak with Silent Hill 2. I know there's people out there who liked 3 and liked 4, and then ever since then, not not too much, but... Two, two was one that I thought, like, story-wise and everything like that, was, it was just so creepy, the whole atmosphere. And I think that done with this next-gen graphics and everything like that, it could have possibly been, like, at least another Silent Hill 2. Maybe not the scariest thing we've ever played, yeah. but another thing like that. See, it, it may have lived up to Silent Hill 2, but I don't think it would have lived up to PT still. Because I it think it being have. in first person really helped it. So I, I I think maybe this could have just been the perfect thing mm. for it. I mean, it's a bummer the it game still got sucks canceled not, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but at least we got this. Yeah. yeah. It's still yeah. Except well, except if well, you haven't yeah. downloaded it, you won't be able. If to If you're play. listening yes. to this and you haven't downloaded it, you're probably sol. Or you know, have a if you deleted it. it Oh, you can't re-download it. Either. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's Konami's gone from ta- yeah, Konami's taking scorch earth policy to this game. So if they anybody just... would like to buy a PS4 with the PT, <laughs> contact <laughs> Adam. Uh, <laughs> we'll start the bidding at four thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're at the end of our podcast. We, I think that was our final thoughts. Yeah. On PT. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, this is going to be the awkward transition to plugs that I always make. Right. But Forgot. if you guys butt have plugs? any any butt plugs, butt plugs. <laughs> send them care of John to Shark Dropper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to John at that, SharkDropper.com. That's, that's where I was going. <laughs> send the pictures. How are you emailing? Are you emailing? Uh, if you have uh, any questions, comments, or suggestions about what type of book, butt plugs printers, we printers, schematics for butt plugs yeah, yeah, to John. Yeah. John, John I was finishing line. that. Drop us a line at SharkDropper.com. You were doing so well. So well through this whole podcast. And you just fall apart at the end. It's just a butt plug thing. It's just like messing with my He got excited. Robert, tell us what they can find on SharkDropper.com. Just go to SharkDropper.com. There's a contact page if you want to email us. We've had some fans actually email us and 
just we tell us what kind of your, games. Uh, your comments and suggestions. By yeah, way. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just suggesting other horror games that we could play. Um, so suggest any of that stuff. Uh, you can also go to the podcast part of our uh, website. Find all the other podcasts we do. We have movies, films, and flicks. Um, Drop Eleven, you hurt Shark Dropper, Word of the Bay, all, all those kinds, yeah. and then you can also check out Blog Talk Radio. We're on there, and you'll see. Actually, our upcoming stuff should be out soon. Uh, Cop Doctors and Paralyzed, which is you just heard a trailer for Paralyzed during the the mid section. So yeah, check that out. And don't forget to while you're at our webpage, checking out all the cool podcasts we have there. There's a little button by the home button. Uh, it's called Patreon. What it is is uh, it gives you the ability to. Donate to us uh, in exchange for us making content. It's not just you giving us money. It's us being responsible for giving you content in exchange for that money. So if you'd like to support us in any way, go to sharktrapper.com. There's a Patreon button next to the home button. Yeah, we're not like Konami where we just cancel stuff on Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. yeah. And you can donate just a dollar a month, and that'll definitely help out. Cool, guys. All right. I think that does it for this week's episode of Horror Play. For my co-hosts, Robert... Kyle and Adam. I've been your host, John Lasso. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. 